There's a certain level of cruelty that only a group of children can muster. When one is made to wear a retainer brace at age eight, it was surely an unpleasant sight, the metal headgear wrapped around her face. There were lots of stories about the night of her ninth birthday sleepover. Kids say she willed her metal brace into massive jaws, incising her way through the house. But it was no fault of her own. Mandible Judy isn't a nice name for a quiet little girl. Could I have a tuna salad club sandwich on rye? Sure thing. Coffee? Yeah, black, please. He wasn't always like that. Back when we were kids, we called him Swede. Mm -hmm. I had a thing for digging around, looking for old rocks, you know, like fossils or whatever. Found a fully formed trilobite fossil once, and I showed it to Swede and his buddy, Eamon Carver. Well, they thought that was the greatest. Something that lived hundreds of millions of years ago. Right there, and we could touch it. Sure was something. So the three of us would go down to the marsh on the weekend and look for more fossils and such. We spent a lot of time down there, looking through the woods, along the causeway, and eventually we made our way out to the big old rock down at the end of the marsh. Well, one day we were scrambling about on the top of that rock, and Eamon found something funny. A place where the rock was pure black. Just a piece of it peeking out from a crack. We came back the next day with any tools we could find, and we chiseled away to see if we could uncover something worth taking home. I bet this is even older than your trilobite, Artie. More than a hundred million years? I guess it could be. Let's dig it out and see. Sweet. See if you can get under it on that side, and maybe we can pry it free. Look at that thing shine. We should give it a name. Oh. <gasps> it's the mother load. What the heck is that? It means it's the principal vein of a mineral. It's a geology term. Already the brainiac. Hey! It took all day, but we got a big chunk of it uncovered and loose enough to pull free. And that was when it all went bad. Now you've heard the stories about those rocks like everyone has, but I was there and I heard it myself. I got it. Eamon, get under your side. I'll pull. What on earth is that sound? Oh, oh. Those rocks started up making that racket and we all kind of froze up. Eamon backed away. He backed away from the crack and he fell right off the edge down into the marsh. Sweet and I must have blacked out from the noise. It's a hellish sound and it hurts your head something awful. Sweet. Hey, hey, Sweet. Where's Eamon? Is, is he alright? Sweet and I looked down to where Eamon fell. But he wasn't there. We didn't see no trace at all. We gotta get help. Hey, sweet, come on. What are you looking at? The strange thing was that sweet didn't seem to hear me at all. There was a frog sitting right there in the reeds. 
and it had Swede's full attention. It was just sitting there croaking away, but Swede wouldn't take his eyes off it. Swede, what's going on? Do you hear me? I'm sorry about your friend, Swede. He must have slipped, huh? That sure is a shame. It was the wind. Gets kind of wild up here on the rock. It blew my hat right off my head, in fact. Did you find my hat, Swede? Did you pull it out of the crack in the rock? Why don't you go get it for me? Make sure it doesn't blow away. Still a little stuck in the crack. Give it a pull. Alright, sweet. I'm going. Wait here. I'm gonna get help. There you go. You're a tough one, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty special hat. Isn't I never it? let go of that hat. It's been with me for as long as I can that remember. That hat has some real stories to tell. But you know, Swede, you can take it back home with I'm you. gonna give you my hat to take home. You don't need to wait for Artie. He'll find help, all right. Just go on home now. I found some workers down the causeway, and we ran back. There was Swede, coming down off the rocks, still in a daze. He walked right by us, carrying that big mother load stone in his arms. He didn't answer. He didn't even see us. Well, we looked for hours, and the police came, but we never found poor Eamon Carver. He was just gone. Sunk in the marsh, I guess. I never went back to the marsh until after the big storm of 49. Sweet and I were on a township work crew that cleaned up the debris and the fallen trees. When the sun went down, we lingered a few minutes after everybody left and something crazy happened. Out in the reeds, we saw someone moving. He stopped for a moment and stood there, hunched over. He was covered in mud, dripping with it, and he just stood there staring at us. Then after a bit, he turned and went back deeper into the marsh. It chilled me right to the bone. That was Eamon. Swede and I both knew it. We never said a word to each other, but we knew it. Swede still has that damn rock. He gave it to his little girl and brings her a new rock from the marsh every time he goes down there. Excuse me, but I overheard your story. It's fascinating. I wanted to tell you that I have been studying the rocks at Mudscoggin Marsh and I've experienced the sonic phenomenon you described. You shouldn't be down there. It's not safe. Yes, well... I am a geologist and it's my job to study rocks. And I've taken precautions, hearing protection. Although, I was attacked down there just a few days ago. 
there was someone there collecting rocks, and he hit me when I asked to see it. I'm guessing that was Swede. He's real protective about those rocks. Most of the locals know him by his given name, Bo. Bo Caterback. He hasn't been the same since Eamon disappeared all those years ago. And now, with his little girl involved in that murder... My God! What's going on out there? Looks like an accident. A pickup truck. Ah, Jesus. I haven't even finished my lunch. You're gonna have to put this on my tab, Maisie. No problem, Patrolman Mazanti. Excuse me, please. I know that kid in the truck. We worked together on the survey down at the marsh. Come on, let me through. Police business. That's Kenny Howard. We hope you enjoyed the first episode of Mandible Judy Season 2. Our cast for this episode in order of appearance was Mike Hall, Chris Burke, Moses Garcia, Mark Devaney, Bob Lukomsky, Bonnie Bogovich, and Ty Anderson. We've got some big announcements coming up next week, including guest cameos and special perks for our funders, so stay tuned. We rely on your support on Patreon, so please head over to patreon.com slash mandiblejudy and pledge what you can. Thanks. And don't forget to click the subscribe button wherever you listen to the show. This is Damien Lassadamian. Thanks for listening. See you next week.